Hello everyone, this is Brody, student web designer, web developer, and welcome to the fourth installation of my podcast. Today we're going to talk about um, reflecting on last year and my New Year's resolution regarding web development and kind of my life. So yes, we are getting a little more personal and getting to know me behind this black screen. So with that being said, we're going to talk about some, I wouldn't say like personal, well yeah, they are kind of personal, but little you know, things are a little personal to me. And we're going to talk about how I actually changed my major from really education um, to web development, how I went from failing my first web design class and now being, you know, where I am very solidly. I feel like I'm a very solid web developer. Um, and, you know, what that entails, you know, for next year and everything I'm going to get into. So with that being said, let's just, you know, kind of dive right in into everything and unpack. How did I come from a person that failed my first web design one class to, you know, being where I am now, um, basically, which is able to talk about web development in a very deep and critical way and, you know, have a really good technical understanding of you know, some computer science topics. So, um, this starts with me moving to San Francisco for school, where I attended um, Academy of Art University, which probably a bit of people may know because it's a really, really good um, accredited art school. But it does does have um, a lot of criticism based onto it for good and bad reasons. So, obviously, I was a student there for three years, and I really enjoyed um, some experiences I had. And you know, me choosing the the degree to be an art educator. I went there for art education and I wanted to basically teach K through twelve, um, pedagogy and anything related in art. So that was my passion growing up. My passion was teaching and showing people things that they probably didn't know and explaining it in a way that made a little more sense. I love that. I love the idea of telling someone or teaching someone something and their face lighting up with the, you know, with the discovery and now they can do it themselves. I love imparting knowledge um, to people so that way they can do it to someone else and they can, you know, do something with that skill. So this is going to be a critical thing for why I decided to change from um, art education over to web development. So while I was there at the school, I felt pretty limited. I'm just going to say this right now. I'm not going to say it because maybe of... I'm going to say is maybe because of the curriculum. The curriculum was not... It, yeah, it was very theory-based, but at the same time, it was so limited. It was as if like they wanted you to be creative, but at the same time, they did not want you to step to step out, you know, the boundaries of, you know, the curriculum they're setting for you, which is, you know, kind of unusual for an art school, right? But I just felt as if, like, I was kind of trapped. I was kind of trapped in a place that did not allow me to, you know, kind of explore the things I wanted. And maybe it wasn't the right direction. Maybe, you know, how I, you know, like teaching stuff is not the right direction. And that's fine. You know, I would love to make a mistake and, you know, learn from my mistakes. But that was kind of a problem. I never really learned from my mistakes. And I never really did anything that was super applicable. But I did learn a lot of great skills that I feel like helped me in my web development journey. So, you know, I learned how to oil paint. I learned how to do 
um, digital and graphic design, photo composition. You know, I learned all these great valuable skills that made me a really good designer um, and a really good, um, I would say, artist and have a really good eye and kind of look at things a little more critically rather than just um, subjectively, um, for a say. So, you know, there is... So, and that's also the reason how come I even title myself as a web designer because, um, I mean, not to toot my own horn or anything, LOL, but I will say I'm pretty good at design and I'm pretty good at seeing good design trends. And I do enjoy the UX and, you know, the user experience of things, of how web applications are worked. That is something that I take into consideration when I am learning web development, when I'm studying web development, when I'm watching web development, or when I'm seeing apps and stuff around me, I always think about like, how is a client or the user, um, you know, how, what is their experience? Like, where are they getting out of this? Is this useful for them? Is this accessible for them? You know, does this cater to a general audience? Does this cater to a narrow audience? Who are they planning this or who are they, you know, giving this to? You know, that's kind of things. So I think that, so I'm happy I did go for that experience because it did make me a person that now thinks about the design side rather than, you know, just the web um, development kind of thing. Well, let me not say that because web design is a part of web development, but I guess not, it made me see like even like the aesthetic appeal for why, you know, things should be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? I guess tested, put into implication, make sure it looks nice, make sure there is aesthetic um, value to it, make sure the aesthetic value actually does something great for the user. So I'm happy that, you know, I actually did get for that experience, um, even though it did take three years to um, kind of realize, you know, I could do this in another applied way. So then after that, I decided to well, actually, well, I didn't decide to um, switch to web design after I actually um, failed my first web design one class. So that is something that is very interesting. And I bet a lot of people, um, even that are close to me, did not even expect me to switch over to web design after even failing um, that class. So anyways, um, I had to take an elective. No, I don't know if it was an elective. I think it was required that we take web design. We had to take at least one web design class. I was like, okay, this is so stupid. Like, I don't want to take web design. Like, I like oil painting. I like, you know, all this other stuff. But I was like, uh, you know what? I have to take it. Duh, I have to do it. Why not just do it? And I'm going to let you guys know something. That class, for some reason, was just the most interesting but most hardest thing I've ever done like you know I have you know taken other tough classes that required a lot of work and a lot of dedication but this class was definitely something this class was different um from all my other like studio or you know other elective classes it it just sometimes it just did not matter how hard you worked it just did not matter how hard you worked you got the grade that you deserved. You got the grade for, you were given a grade for not just the effort you put into it, but also for the result of it. It was a very result-driven class. If you did not get the result, it was, you were not going to get the grade. That was a very real-life experience um, that I definitely was exposed to. And it was very scary. Like, not knowing how to, you know, import 
a CSS file to your HTML page. You know, simple things like that scared me because it was like, well, if you don't know how to do it, you just don't know how to do it. Like, it's a computer. It only it only does it one way or the other way. It doesn't do it, like, halfway. Like, you know, so, you, and some people are like, wow, like, you know, you don't know how to, you didn't know how to export or exporting a CSS file to your HTML page was hard to you. And it's, and I was, and yes, it was, it was very hard to me. It was very hard doing something that basic because, I just didn't get it. I just did not get it. I didn't get, like, why it had to be done a certain way. Why do you have to, what, you know, what really matter? Like, does the spacing matter? You know, like, all this stuff. And the professor was great, but I just felt like a lot of things are glossed over. But the weird thing about me is the harder something is, the more, the more I absolutely enjoy the challenge of it. The more and more that makes me want to succeed. I feel like if something is too easy, I'm not going to really enjoy or really learn anything much from it. But if it's definitely difficult and it has an interesting learning curve, I'm going to come back every day without even being told to, you know, you should learn this. So that also probably gives you a little perspective of how I am. But despite that, I still failed that web design class. And I was going for so much and just failing that class was just something I did not need. And it made me feel so stuck in my major. But the crazy thing about it was that even though I did bad, I looked like I remember that my web page was still on the web. And that little cute web page that I made that was super static, super, super uninteresting, all that stuff. I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. I thought it was so cool to put myself out into the world and put what I put out into the world in such an easy and accessible way. And I was, t- and I told myself, this is something I think I can do. You know, it was, it definitely was, it definitely was something new. It definitely was something I was never exposed to. This was something I never done before. Like computers, computers were just not my thing. But I was like, you know what, I'm going to try my hardest to understand this because, one, I have to pass, lol. But when I took it the second time around, I did really good. Duh, because I had the pre-existing knowledge from before, but because I understood how hard it will be and how, how hard you have to get the information if you really wanted to learn. And... And, you know, the trial and results that you have to go through. You know, I took a lot of things for for granted from that class that I didn't take before, which is if you want to learn something, you have to go get it yourself. And that was something as an educator that I needed to understand that, you know, you're only as good as accessible as the information you get, or you're only as good as the teacher does. This is information, but it's like when you have a textbook beside you, you know, it's either up to you to get the information from that textbook or not. The teacher can teach you whatever, but you can also teach yourself. And that was something that was very interesting to me. I love the idea of not only being able to get help from a teacher, but also help from myself, learning how to help myself, learning how to build application, learning how to solve my own problems. That was something that was very interesting to me. So when I took that class the second time around, I destroyed that class. Like, I got a, I think I got like a B plus. I would have got an A, but you know, Corona hit out of nowhere and it kind of just, it, it hit everyone. It just, it, it, it messed everyone up. It was like, oh, whoa, like what's going on? Like everyone got affected by, you know, this new Corona thing and all that. So with that being said, so yeah, I, I did pass with a B plus. I was so happy that I did so well in the class. 
And that made me like, you know what? I I like this more than than my degree. I love this more. But very interestingly enough, I did not if I transferred over to that major, I would have to start essentially all over again. I would basically like be a freshman all over again. I was like, ah, dang, like I don't want to go through that. So what I did over the summer, which is when I really got into web development and man, just reflecting on that was crazy. I don't want to get really too deep in everything I was going through, but I was just going through so much. I even had to take like three months off from work. Like there was so much going on and I just had to power through it because if I wanted to at least be like close to my graduation point, I had to study and take all these classes um, and also take all these exams and update my portfolio to make it look like that I am ready for like, you know, this web design and ready to be at a junior level um, as if, you know, I was in that program. So that was very tough. That was very tough. Um, I had to learn a lot of information by myself, like without any experts around me. So that means I had to basically learn HTML, CSS, and JavaScript all within three months before my semester started. I had to learn three essential languages to front-end development before I could, you know, um, you know, obviously start my program. So that way I can show them that, you know, I know web development. I don't need to start essentially all the way over. And plus, I can teach myself. That was so tremendously hard. Not only that, but just also learning more design skills about web development was hard in itself. But having, but I kind of made up for it. I I tricked myself into learning some information very quickly, um, very, very fast. And that was one flashcards. Flashcards saved my life. I wrote down everything I learned on a flashcard and I would test myself on it the next day and a few days after to see if the information stuck with me. I would write down information five times um, in my notebook before I moved on to the next subject. And I would do it every day, even if I didn't understand it. At least I knew how to do it, like, off memory. Like, I'm telling you, I I was going, I, I, I just went ham on learning all this information. Like, well, I'm telling you, I will learn, like, five things a day. That means I have to write down something 25 times a day write down those flashcards, make sure I remember these things by their definition, and, you know, make sure it actually stuck with me the next day by testing myself while also studying for, you know, like, web design best practices and, you know, essentially trying to transition back into working again. That was all incredibly very tough. It was very time-consuming, and it took a lot out of me. Um, And also, I'm very happy (coughs) that my partner at the time... Well, we're still dating, but my partner was very supportive of me. Um, He definitely got me through a lot. He definitely, you know, pushed me and told me, don't stop, keep going. And I was very thankful to have someone so supportive and by my side with me embarking on the journey that really had no good, that didn't have like a shining light at the end. So I'm very thankful for him for pushing me. And I hope you guys also have that supportive role too, regardless in web development, or whatever type of development or whatever type of career you're doing, I really hope you have someone that is behind you that will push you back in or that's or that will help stand you back up when you fall. 
um, because I needed that. It was very hard to do by myself. I needed the reassurance that it was definitely possible. Um, so again, after doing that, after essentially learning all the information, you know, I passed, you know, like a lot of it, you know, I passed some tests and I, I showed them a lot of work to let them know that I was at least a junior level, you know, into, you know, web design and web development and they took me. So then obviously I started my first semester, but this is when I felt like I made a really big mistake and I was very, very upset with myself because I did a lot of research and a lot of studying. And so this is where, um, this is where I kind of split or I deviated um, and what I wanted, like my goal kind of changed because, so I was thinking that web design and web development are kind of like the same thing. You know, I thought it was all parts of front end development and it turns out it's not really all the same. So I remember I even got into like a small argument with someone over Twitter, um, and someone also in person about this because some, because someone I, I think I made, like, a tweet or something about, like, how, like, web design is different from web development. And I don't know, or web designer is different from web developer. And that's why I even use, you know, the names I have myself today. Web design is different from, I mean, you know, hi, you know, you know my intro thing. Like, hello, everyone. Rody here. Um, student web designer, web developer. I say that for a very important reason. Because web design and web, well, I wouldn't say development, but maybe web engineering. Um what's it called, are two different things. They're two different things. Um, a lot of people may look at it and say, like, it's whatever, you're still a developer at the end of the day. That's cool. You can use whatever title you, you, that best suits you. I'm not going to argue with what, however you want to, you know, you know, call yourself and, you know, display your skill set. But, but what I was seeing that the school was preparing me not for more UX, UI design, more, you know, web design, not really for like web development or web engineering. So, and how I noticed was, and how come I can see the difference between them is, in my web development two class, we glossed right over like do while loose, do, um, do, and for loose. We glossed over it, like literally, like we glossed over it, like we didn't even go into every single one. I think he only went into like a for loop and that was it. And then, and even then he only spent like my professor spent like maybe two minutes at most on it and said like, you know, that's one way of, you know, making your, your animations do something. If you want to make your animations, um, you know, with JavaScript or, um, was and he, I remember he even said one time that JavaScript is like a JavaScript and jQuery made for like animations, you know, and I'm like, wait, what? No, I'm like, no, it's not. I mean, I didn't say no, it's not in class, but I mean, I told myself, wait, no, it's not. JavaScript is not made for just animations. Like, you know, obviously, like, you know, we have CSS for that. And, you know, we have libraries that can do that for you to make more smooth. Like, JavaScript is not made just for animations. I'm like, wait, what? Um, so that kind of showed me the environment that I was going to be set into. And why that was a problem was because that I didn't want to be just a web designer. I wanted to be a front-end developer. I wanted to, you know, use all the capabilities of the front-end stack to their absolute best and create very powerful web applications. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a front-end developer, front-end engineer. And 
I would ask my professor that I will ask students like, you know, they're further into the program um, about, you know, like the goal I wanted and is it achievable at this school? And they will let me know, you know, they very, they, they said it, you know, in the way that obviously, obviously they don't want to lose a student because, you know, I'm essentially a part of their pay and all this other stuff. Um, you know, the less students they have, the less money they get because they don't have a class to teach. So I'm not knocking them for telling me this information the way they did. They're only doing what they have to do so that way they can keep food on the table, especially in a time like this. But they basically would let me know, like, you know, yes, you, you're technically learning front-end development skills. Yes, you technically will learn all this stuff. But at the same time, like, you're not really going to. Could you call yourself a front-end developer after completing the course? Um, maybe, like, you know, like, I was getting, like, these very, like, vague, gray area answers because they didn't want to tell me the absolute truth, which, again, I don't exactly blame them for it because of the whole situation for them being, you know, a teacher and not only just a teacher, but they're, you know, also clients of, you know, the school. I mean, not clients, they're also employees of the school. So they have to, they have to keep a certain work standard of professionalism. They can't like, you know, break away from professionalism, you know, and I wish they would, but I understand at the same time. So, um, so I was getting some very great area answers, and I and I love the idea of getting more into software development. I love the idea of getting more into you know, um, you know, software development. You know, web application. You know, I wanted to get more into this. I didn't want to make just like just static pages with small animations because you know I didn't want to be just a web designer. That's not the that's not the scope that I wanted to go for my web development. I wanted to be more of an engineer as well, which means I needed more of a technical background. So, luckily, I finally talked to a professor um, there that let me know, you know, like, he he let me know. He was very frank with me, and I did the research after, you know, I had this conversation with him, and he said, you know, he let me know, like, you know, continuing this route, you're most likely not going to be a web, I mean, a front-end developer. That's just not the route you're probably going to go. You know, the school is preparing you more for design, not really more for like building large scale web applications by yourself or, you know, with a team, for say. Like, you know, you'll definitely get the design aspect of it. But he, he told me, like, you know, in later classes, you'll learn stuff like, you know, PHP and MySQL. And, you know, you'll also learn how to use like React and all that. But you're not going to learn anything. You're not going to learn hooks. You're not going to learn anything like that. You're not going to learn about server side rendering. Like, at the most, like, this is going to prepare you for if you wanted to make your own business and you wanted to make a page that at least, like, can take a small amount of users so that way, you know, you could make a little money for yourself on the side. But he said, but if you want to make very powerful, upscalable web applications, no, this isn't, you know, the place that you're looking for. This isn't, you know, this isn't most likely going to be the path you want to take. But he said that there is a lot of good things out of it from completing the path. So then another challenge came to me, which was, do I want to complete this path and being more of a web designer or do I want to take another path into being a, you know, web developer, a, you know, front end developer, whatever, whatever I wanted to be, you know, do I really want to take that risk and essentially be back where I was again, which was starting over. Like I didn't start over, but it took so much work to get to where I was even just to find out that it wasn't even the place I wanted to go. And a lot of people may look at this like, you should have finished, I mean, you should have finished, you know, you should have finished, um, 
You should have solid to the end. You know, you still would have relevant skills. You know, you could build all the relevant skills, but that's not what I wanted. I didn't want, I was so tired, especially with what I was going through in my life. I was so tired of just getting hurt or something bad happening to me and essentially putting a bandaid over it and saying it'll be better. I don't want to get hurt. That is just what I want, especially in the time I was. I didn't want to get hurt. I wanted to take the best decision that was best for me. And that means I have to stray away from something, you know, like, you know, like this, for example, like stray away from the all the hard work I did just to start over again. I will do it like because I'm, I'm tired of getting hurt. I'm tired of getting hurt and getting knocked down, not necessarily by, you know, the professors or anything, but by an expectation that I thought I was going to get. But it wasn't what I was going to get at all. And this isn't to knock down anyone that is a web designer or anything like because I love web design. I think web design is awesome. And, you know, obviously no part of web development, no part of even software, you know, no, no part of even software um, development could even be achievable without good web design or without good UX designers. You need those people. They understand how users and how clients act, go for their work. And without them, we'll have very, I mean, we already do now, but we have very disgusting looking sites and very disgusting apps that do not care about how the user interacts with them like apple which is a dominating force that says to be the best in ui doesn't even have a system to show you how to even navigate through their for their calculator app like they don't even have like a back button that is intuitive like come on guys like how how do we have a calculator but we don't even know how to intuitively delete something without clearing the entire line of work like that is what I'm basically saying, like, regardless of how well software, you know, may be or web application may be, you need a good UF designer in order to make it reach its full potential. So that's when I, well, I mean, I already knew about them, but that's why I decided to take Berkeley, um, UC Berkeley's program and switch over to their program um, for web development. And that is kind of just what I've been doing now. So you're probably wondering, what did I do? Well, for one, I dropped out. That's what I did. So, um, so yeah, I dropped out of school and I'm going to, and I'm switching, I'm in the process of switching over to UC Berkeley to take their web development program. And their web development program is more, um, tied with computer science related topics and to help you become not only just a front end engineer, I mean, a front end engineer, but a full stack developer. Um, so that's kind of what I'm doing right now. So right now I'm self-teaching myself a lot of, um, different things and I do have support from them. They do have tutors, they have great resources and they have all this great stuff, um, that will help you, you know, succeed. And, but I did my research and I'm very happy that I'm going with them so far. It's much cheaper than what I was going with before. Um, and also, they are teaching the subjects and the relevant skills that are needed in the job market today. Um, and how do I feel about this looking back? So reflecting on my year, my year was basically me kind of claiming ownership of myself. Or this is, I wouldn't say claim ownership. This is really my most prideful year, I will say. This is the year I've been so prideful how... I have really told myself, no, I'm not taking no for an answer. 
I pushed away a lot of things in order to get to where I wanted to be right now. I sacrificed a lot of things and I cut off a lot of people and I endangered, you know, my job and my school a lot to get to where I want to be today. And that really was because of how prideful I was. And I would love the aspect I think anyone that wants to go to school to be a web designer, anyone that's seeking the goal of being a web designer, and that's all you want to do, if all you want to do is work with HTML and CSS and, you know, work with other great front-end libraries like Less or SAS and, you know, Tailwind, all that, those great applications, you should do it. Those are really good hireable applications that they want people to be good in. So that way you can make help make their, you know, resources, help make their applications and their software very good. But... That just wasn't the goal I was trying to achieve. That was just not it. That was just not the end of my journey. That was just not the end of my journey. The end of my journey is to become a front-end engineer. That is my journey. My journey is to, you know, make full-stack applications. My journey is to work with a team of people. My journey is to solve relevant problems. Web designers do the same thing too, obviously, but solve relevant problems and make it applicable. Help people with disabilities, help people that need help. I mean, you know, help people with disabilities, help people raise their credit, you know, all this other stuff, all these things that web applications and softwares can do. I want to be a part of it. I want to leave a digital footprint. But to do that, to do that, at least maybe in the way I wanted to do it, that means I had to pursue leaving my school to go to you know uc berkeley and take their program instead so um so it was definitely very tough it was very tough everything that i went through um and looking back at it now looking back at it from finally it finally it being a new year and looking at the past i look at it as me being very very prideful I was very I was not taking no for an answer in a lot of things, not just in web development, but in life in general. Being told no was something that I was not gonna let happen let happen to me. I was gonna get whatever I want, despite how hard it'll be, despite the little support I will get, because I feel like that this is what I want to do. This is what I really wanted. And what I'm saying is a message to everyone going into 2021. You should be prideful yourself. You should be prideful. You should take pride in what you're doing. You should you should not let someone tell you because it's hard or because it's not possible or whatever it is. You should tell them that is whatever you think, but that's not what I think. You should let them know that. You can respect their opinion, but you definitely are going to respect your own opinion. If you want to be a stockbroker, but... That requires who knows what. As long as you can say, I can do it, that is the first minimum requirement. If you want to be an astronaut, all you have to say is, I want to be an astronaut. After that, do it. Just do it. Don't don't stop and gaze and be, you know, in the talk. You know, do the walk. Do it. Actually do it. That was something that I also have to do as well because... Talking about web development and design is one thing, but actually doing it is another thing. So make sure that you're prepared to take these long, tedious roads, these winding roads that are going to change and going to switch up on you very unexpectedly. 
So make sure you are prepared for that because you are going to see a lot of things that will change your perspective on life and change your perspective on the routes you're going to be taking. But definitely do one thing. Do not let someone tell you you can't do it. You can do whatever you want regardless of who that person is. I don't care if that person is the person that is going to give you the job. They don't know who you are and what you're capable of. So that is why... I let my pride tell me what to do and why I let my pride take me so far um, into my web development journey. So here I am, you know, a person from six months ago who told me that I was not going to be a good web designer or web developer because they saw me fail my first web design class is, is eating their words. They're eating their words right now because because. Not only do I understand, I learn. I know so many technical aspects, so many reasons for why you should. Like, there was things that I did not know even existed, and now I'm becoming such a really good... I'm really good at applying those things now. Um, for example, like, me not knowing how to... What's it called? Um, export CSS files. I know how to bundle CSS files now. I know how to bundle them into one file so that way now the dependency, so that way I can have an application that don't rely on all these different dependencies. You know, they're bundled all together now. I I know how to make a CSS compiler. I, you know, I went from that, you know, I know how to use CSS compilers like SAS and LESS. Um, I went from being scared of JavaScript, being terrified of learning a backend language like C+. I was terrified of it. I'm like, I can't learn it. There's no way I can use it. I can't learn it. And now I learned how to make, you know, a RESTful, uh, well, very simple RESTful API. I, you know, using C++, I learned how to fetch data from it with JavaScript. Um, I learned the ins and outs of JavaScript. I know how to do object-oriented programming. I know the differences between a weakly type and a strongly typed language. You know, I know all these computer science and data structure um, terms and use cases, but it was because I told myself I wanted to learn it and because I told and because I did it. And and these are very difficult things for me to learn, especially in the short time that I had at that time and even now. Um because I have to essentially do the same thing. I have to prepare myself for basically taking like a micro computer science like course or courses, I mean, um, what's it called? But it was very tough, but I definitely had to do some things to get me through it. Like I studied every day on all my breaks, all my lunch breaks at work. I wrote down flashcards. I wrote stuff five times down, sometimes 10 times down. I remember I was, you know, it took me a week to finally understand how the quicksort algorithm works. I even had to review some calculus terms so that way it makes sense in my head for why I have to do it a certain way. And then after that, I learned how JavaScript works. So then I learned how I can implement it in my own way, regardless of knowing the specific, you know, mathematical side of the quicksort algorithm. Um... What's it called? I, you know, I tested myself. I did flashcards. I got, I got teachers. I, I, you know, I paid for um tutors and, you know, not really a lot, but I, I even got a tutor. Um, 
what else, what else, what else? I even went on Udemy to learn some of these topics as well, you know, but I also read articles, but I'm so happy I did all of this stuff and where it's leading me today because it definitely made me a self-learner. So it's funny how, you know, I went from someone that wanted to teach people, but I ended up learning how to teach myself. And I taught myself I can do anything, whatever I want, as long as the resource is available. That's the only thing that, that's my only limit limitation. As long as the resource is available. If it's not available to you, then you can't learn it, obviously. But if it is, I feel like you have no excuse for why you say you cannot do it. Anyone can do whatever they want as long as the resource is provided for them. As long as it is accessible. As long as it's there somehow. But, um, so that was kind of me just reflecting on last year. And, you know, everywhere I went from, you know, from failing Web Design 1 to... Now, getting to learning was full stack application, building full stack applications, you know, all this other stuff. Um, so what are some goals I have myself for, you know, 2021? Whoa, man, 2020, what a year, right? Um, so obviously I'm going, so with that being said, um, if everything goes well, everything goes right, um, if I'm able to keep up, you know, like payments with school and work and all this other stuff and keep a good relationship with my partner, you know, all this great stuff, I'm going to be graduating um, this year. I'm going to be graduating, um, I believe, in June, and I'm going to be graduating as a full stack developer. Um, What's it called? And I will then, of course, be in the job hunting phase, obviously where I'll start taking, you know, my career now to the, to another level, or, you know, well, I shouldn't say that, or breaking into my career, getting into that entry level, um, and then it really goes from there, but I'm pretty sure you guys want to know, maybe, like, oh, what are some languages you're learning, or what are some concepts you're learning, you know, stuff like that, so, I mean, if we have to know, like, um, I am getting more into NPM and Node.js, I'm learning how to um, host local servers on Node.js. Um, it was, I kind of already know how to do it, but I want to make sure I get the principles down um, because I used it to communicate to a C++ application um, to my JavaScript, um, what's it called, website, where I basically made it to where I can handle like a RESTful API and get data from fake users. I used um, a random user API. Um... What else? I Yeah, I am going to get more into um, data structures and get more into, like, learning greedy algorithms. You know, this is some stuff that I really don't, like, incredibly need to know, but it definitely will stand out in my profile. It definitely will stand out in my resume. Um, yeah, it'll definitely make me stand out a little more that I do have a really good... Well, I wouldn't say good, but I do have a... I do have a grand... Well, not a grand. I do have a glossed over scope of computer science and computer science applications. Um, so that is that. Um, what else? What else? What else? I mean, yeah, I'm going to keep learning C++. C++ isn't something I'm trying to, like, be a master of. You know, it's really not. This is more of, like, me just getting, like, just understanding the back the back end ecosystem because my program is more focused on yes the front end environment and using more front end applications but you know being a full stack developer means you can also be a server side developer as well so yes i'm also going to be learning how to use mysql slash php um you know firebase 
and, you know, like all these other, um, you know, backend technologies that can help you make really big scalable applications. Um, but wait, why did I say, but LOL, um, anyway, but I am very happy with what I'm learning. Those are some things I'm going to be getting into. Um, I'm going to be learning Express, the Mern stack, all that other stuff, getting more into MongoDB, um, what's it called? I know a lot of people are like, why are you learning PHP and Node? That's a little weird, probably. Some people are probably wondering, like, why I'm learning PHP and Node. Yeah, that is a little weird. But you never know, like, what company you could be working for. You never know what um, what startup may you may be using. You know, PHP is, yeah, it is something that is, I wouldn't say trending, but it's definitely heavily used. I read articles about it being used in one-third of companies, and I hear in some places that 50%. So, I mean, it's a very useful application, and it's still good to know. I mean, it's good to have, like, that, you know, in your arsenal, per se. Something else to put on, you know, to my resume, regardless of how, you know, recent it is. But I think the most important thing is I just know how to work with back-end applications and back-end languages. I think that's just the thing that's just a little more important to me. Um. So, yeah. Um. That's really that, I think. I mean, I'm really good with object-oriented programming as well. Um, I think I got a really good handle on it. Um, but again, I you know like to test my skills. I don't like saying that I master something until someone else tells me I have. That's just how I am. Um, I wouldn't call myself humble, but I definitely will let you know that I'm still learning. I'll definitely let you know that. Um, but I think that's about it. I think this is getting a little longer than expected. But if this was something you enjoyed, if this is something that you wanted to hear, just let me know. You know, listen, share this, let other people listen, let me hear your opinions, let me know your story, you know, to starting your web development journey. Mine is definitely something, even though you guys are only getting like just just like a glossed over scope of some things I went over through. You know, I would love to hear some, you know, some about yours. And it was very nice getting a little more personal. And, you know, really revealing about how I went from failing a web design one class to now being, you know, to now halfway in the market being a full stack developer. You know, I think that's honestly something that is, you know, pretty, pretty cool. Something that people need to hear. People need to hear this information. They need to know that just because you did bad one time or just because, you know, you don't have the exact um, background for it doesn't mean you can't do it anyone can do it. anyone can do anything they want regardless of what someone says it's just up to you to you know put in the work so i'm just gonna leave it off of there share the content if you're very you know appreciative if you like it if there's something you want to hear because i definitely do like the responses and the feedback i got from last time you guys really helped my podcast get a little more local i would say get a little more, you know, more noise, you know, I'm very happy of that, and let me know something else you want to talk about, I've been trying my hardest to talk about something that someone else told me to talk about, so why not we do it this time, why not we talk about something that you guys want me to talk about, I think that is the goal for now, um, let's try and do that, and also I'm gonna try doing this kind of weekly thing that I'm doing, maybe, Maybe it'll be every other week. I don't know. But I kind of do like this weekly thing. It's a pretty good way of like getting updated with what I'm doing. And plus, it'll be pretty cool to know like what I'm doing now. I mean, what I'm doing now versus then. Like what changed and all this other stuff. 
So with that being said, I'm going to cut it short because I think this is now officially the longest segment I had out of all of my podcasts. But thanks for sticking around. And I'll try to keep them more at the 30 minute mark. I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys don't like hearing, you know, this for such a long time. I'll try and condense it down a lot more. But other than that, enjoy your New Year's. Enjoy everything that's going to happen. You know, I hope the best for everyone, regardless if you're a web developer or not. You know, you're going to be great and everything. Other than that, um, I'll see you then. Okay, I'm just dragging it along. Goodbye.